Now, we all know that Martin can metabolise a pint in five minutes, but I bet even he wouldn't turn his nose up at getting free beer delivered to his door. Yes, our friends at Beer 52 are offering our listeners a free case of eight unique craft beers. Just go to www.beer52.com forward slash WTAF and cover the postage of $5.95. Beer 52 is the world's largest beer club. Even Big Mandy is welcome, but not Colin. He's an utter bozo. Each month, members are sent a crate of beer with different themes. Don't like dark beer? Then choose the light option. Comes with a magazine and two snacks, BLT and crumpets not included. Don't be a cockwomble. Just go to www.beer52.com forward slash WTAF to get this amazing offer. That's www.beer52.com forward slash WTAF. just airing don't worry about that now we've got to tell everybody about the show what show it's our sixth anniversary razzmatazz already already it's been a whole year well get yourself ready because we need to tell everybody about how they get their tickets tickets what tickets for the razzmatazz oh yeah oh sorry i'm half asleep right let's get on it let's get on it well i was just about to tell you we've got the amazing Undiscovered. Who else? And we've got the also amazing Memphis Sundogs. And and to finish the night off, we've got the amazing binomial. That's a fantastic lineup. So, how can we get our tickets? Well, let me tell you how. If you email pancastatlive.com with however many tickets you want, tickets are only £10. Only? For all that? Only £10 for a night of fun and frolics. Bargain. So, Pav, when is it? It's on Saturday, the 23rd of March. Where is it? At the Bingham Hall in Sirencester. And what time is it? Well, the doors open at 7. <gasps> oh. And where do we get our tickets again? Just email pancastatlive.com. That's pancastatlive.com. Let us know how many tickets you want, and we'll sort it out for you. And how much again? £10 a ticket. £10? There's a licensed bar. <gasps> there's going to be fun, and there's going to be frolics. Oh, yes. It's the Pancast 6th Anniversary Razzmatazz. <gasps> how exciting. I can't wait. When is it? <laughs> I'm not going to do it again. <laughs>
Good evening, everybody. This is Terry, live from the Bowls Club, to say what the actual fuck. See you anon. Scarecrow Festival is like the most important day of the year. Daft cow. This is just ridiculous. What the actual fuck? Hey, what the actual fuckers, and welcome... Oh, I said fuckers a bit, <laughs> a bit aggressively then. And welcome to WTAF, This Country Podcast. This is the first uh, this time we are going to do the effing and jeffing mailbag. But first, let me introduce the man who put the C in country. <laughs> and that one was off the top of my head. I haven't even worked out. Uh, uh, it's Neil! <laughs> I was going to say like it, but I thought, no, I can't do that. Because that's yeah. a, but everyone gets the idea when yeah, I say they put, put the I, like, sea, I like that. Yeah, yeah. The man who put the sea in country. Yeah, I enjoy uh, that, and I'm sure everybody understands what I mean by that. Yeah. How are you? I'm very well. Yeah, very well. You're glowing. I am all over. <laughs> it's like I've been on a sunny holiday. Indeed. <laughs> Or is that just the I'm gonna, fire? I'm going to ding the bell for that one. <laughs> okay, so uh, a lot of our uh, friends and listeners uh, have sent us some questions. Oh, I like questions. Now, um, I think some people got the wrong idea, because uh, I did put up the picture, the thumbnail of this episode, and it was of um, Kerry and Curtin, and I think they thought that they were going to be in uh, to answer uh, questions. Uh, right. So apologies if uh, if I... It was a bit of a misunderstanding there. Um, Jenny Urquhart sent us some questions for us to ask Charlie. Um, but, we'll we'll but, hold on to them because I'm sure they'll be back. Well, in. I think I think we're going to have a go at answering a couple of them okay. for <laughs> we'll so we're going to we're going to do that. But we're going to start off. Of course, we have to start off with Ross the boss. Ross the boss. Uh, Ross Carpenter, one of the admins for the wonderful Dump Gang uh, Facebook page. And if you are a fan of this country, you should already be. Um, a part of the dump gang yeah, absolutely. on Facebook. Uh, he sent us um, two or three questions, uh, which is wonderful. But we're going to answer a couple, and we'll hold a couple back for, yeah, a, for, for a future. A future effing and jeffing. Yes, because this is going to be... We're going to do these every so often, I think, just to... Because it's good just to have a chat and try and work out what we think maybe about episodes that have been and what's going to happen in the future. Yeah. Because I think one of the beauties of this country, there's all these little hidden... Yeah, Easter eggs, if you want to call them, and things that you quite often miss. Yeah, and just until to, somebody tells you. Yeah, and little things that they drop in there that then become relevant in the following mm. series and stuff like that. So, uh, one question from Ross here: Beyond series three, do we consider there is further room to film further episodes, or has it run its course? A nice positive uh, start there. From Actually, Ross. I don't think that is a negative thing. Anyway, that sort of question that is, I. It has to be careful. With any comedy series, and great comedy series, you have to be careful that you don't overkill. So if we think, let's think Only Fools and Horses, right? Fantastic, but they that last ever episode should never have been. Should have finished right... Uh, yeah. Do you see what I mean? Yeah, but then they went on for 20-odd years. That, that one did, but, I mean... But, like, all right, like The Office, like Faulty Towers, they were a couple of series each. They knew... When to do it. Now, I'm not saying this country needs to, but it needs to be careful. Do you see what I mean? Right, I can see that, but 
and and we've said this before that we are in this sort of this country bubble, mm. and so we think that everybody is watching this country, mm. and that everybody is fans or at least knows of the show. Where I don't think that's the case. I mean, as we're recording this, just recently the um, NTA, um, not awards, but the nominations came yeah. out, and this country wasn't in it. It didn't make like the final vote, no, so no. it sort of makes you think. Oh, hang on a minute, then. Right, there, there are people in the country, well, everywhere, that still doesn't know what this country is. Yeah, but so then I is... would imagine that's quite a lot now with TV generally, unless oh, it's a without, huge, a huge event. A you know, it's, <laughs> we were talking um, um, the, uh, last week to Mark, not going out. I know somebody that d- I didn't even know what that was. I'll have to put my hand up and say I've never watched the only part of the of any of the episodes that I watched is the part that Mark was in. Right. I've I've never I'm not a, it's horrible to say. I'm not a big fan of Lee Mac. I don't No, no. And, and I mean I don't watch it regularly. It's one of those one of those sitcoms that sort of like I don't find it particularly it's not got mm. that edge for me. It just looks like a typical sitcom. But there's another sense. there's another sitcom. Is it People do nothing or whatever it is. The other BBC yeah, three were yeah. with the DJs. Yeah, and that. I've not seen that. I uh, know I've seen a couple and it's right. made me laugh and I'm aware of it. But that's another thing where it's won loads of awards. People are recognising it and it's being watched and watched. But a lot of people have never heard of it. Yeah. So it's always going to be the way. Now with terrestrial TV not so prominent and streaming and everything like that, you are going to miss I, these big I things. I think that's what it is. I think um, I was only listening to a podcast today and they were talking about this whole list of shows that are going into their second and third season that, that people have never seen. And there is so much television. There's probably too much television that you cannot physically watch. No, everything. Everything. So it's, it is a bit of a silly thing to say, well, I, I can't believe that everybody isn't, isn't watching this. Mm. It's it, but it is that, I think it's, it's not just the fine line of what, what you were just saying, but it's also Daisy and Charlie are not just busy with this country. Oh, they, no, they're doing a lot They've got so much other, other things, things that are going on, and they may outgrow the show. Mm. It may be that they have to say, we love it, but, you know, that's that's it. Well, <clears> and, <throat> and I think the, the, the office and Faulty Towers, and it's, it's not a bad blueprint to follow. No, no, and they, they left people wanting more, which is always better than people not wanting it anymore. Yeah. Um, which what which I think is what happened with Only Fools and Horses. Yeah, yeah. You know, it yeah. It went it went through a high, and they managed to to me to end it on a sweet note. Yeah, Fools and Horses, but then to fuck that up by bringing out that other one. But yeah, but like you said, that one was going twenty years, and everybody watched Fools and Horses because you didn't have the choice of watching anything else. It was a bit like Blackadder, the Young Ones, and all these sort of things. You did you watched it because there wasn't a lot else to watch. It's, it's very rare, and. It's, and it, it's apt that Ross asked this question. I, I was trying to think if there are any things that have gone on for a good stretch. The only one I can really think of that has been constantly good quality is Alan Partridge. Yeah, and it's it, and I think that's because it hasn't been like a series every year. No, it's taken they've, years. They've done different between. things. They they've done a couple of studio based series. Mm. Then they've done a, a a couple of like documentary kind of series. I mean, I'll even count the books. If, yeah. if you're an Alan Partridge fan, get the audio book of his two books. You know, um, there's something about Alan and Nomad. They're, they're, they're like eight hours of just solid Alan Partridge, Partridge. material because it's Alan Partridge reading the book, 
both both the books, and it is just so funny. Mm. I must have listened to those both of those audio books five times <laughs> easily because it's just so funny. Mm. He's just constantly in character, and I think I cannot think of another because Only Fools and Horses is the first six seven series a, cl- a classics. Yeah, I was actually talking to, uh, to the about this uh, the other night. Um, Fools and Horses. And um, the series that I always thought was a massive, uh, not a duff episode in it was the one that started with when he falls through the the, yeah. the bar and there were forty five minute episodes. Yeah, yeah, and the 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 holiday that was one and the crying singer. And when they had those, uh, he, inflatable he bought, bought those infla- yeah inflatable uh, just, um, women, uh, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a strong, strong episode. But yeah, in regards to comedy, you've got to be very careful. And I'm I'm more than aware probably that. Charlie and Daisy know this, so who knows? It might only be one more series, and when will we see that series? Who knows? Indeed, but it's great that they are. I mean, I think in regards to this podcast, we'll follow what they do, whatever it is. Yeah. We, we can do an episode where we review everything that they are gonna they, yeah. they're gonna do because I think it's going to be so interesting to see what kind of stuff. Mm, I'm really intrigued to see Great Expectations. Yeah. Really am intrigued to see that. Yeah. Because, I mean, not only is it a great story, we've got the um, the great mind of... Um, Armando Iannucci. Iannucci writing and directing it. And his, mm. I mean, Death of Stalin is just so good. It is so it good. So good. And then the thick and of Paul it... Paul Shahidi. Paul yeah. Shahidi in that as well. Yeah. Another uh, link. And then the thick of it and the movie after that in the loop. It just, oh, brilliant. Yeah, brilliant. Indeed. Uh, okay, so one more from Ross. Uh, if there could be a minor celebrity make an appearance and not Nibsy or Lawrence Llewellyn Bowen, who would be appropriate without being too well-known? Well, I think that's obvious. Well, then, who are you going to say? Us. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Well. It's got to be us. I mean, Ross has already had his moment of glory. Yeah. I know that he wants to expand on it, I'm sure, and have a speaking part. But I, it, it's us. Yeah, it's, it's got to be well, us. Well, that would be number one. That would be number one. But it would be nice to see um, some other sort of Cotswold-based celebrity rock up in it. Like who? Now, let's think. Um, I would say... Nick Knowles? No, let's not worry <laughs> about him, really. Um, who else is a Gloucestershire celebrity? Um, Andrew Lincoln. Oh, that would be great, wouldn't it? <laughs> oh, but they wouldn't, I don't know whether they'd know who he was. He's at Daisy's door with a load of cards. Oh, that would be hilarious, wouldn't it? Comic relief sketch there. Yeah. Um, to be fair, they've already done that, though, haven't they? They've done, like, a Love Actually Well, they did a reboot, reboot of it, but they ought they? to do it again with this country. Just yeah. Andrew. That would be quite funny. I would. Um... Let me think. Uh, yeah, I'm sure there's somebody. Now I can't think off the top of my head. Well there's, done. No, like the, <clears throat> maybe the Royals. What, you want to see the Royals? Yeah, one of the Royals rock up. They live around here, don't they? Well, they do. Uh, That'd be really uh, funny if old Charlie slugs. was there. <laughs> slugs gets a job as Charlie's gardener. <laughs> There's a spin-off show. How green uh, is your grass? That <laughs> How green is your grass? <laughs> Is that like the Boise? Yeah. <laughs> How green is that's your my, grass? That's my, yeah, that's my slug spin-off with, um, with Prince Charles and with Camilla. Charles. And he's training Ooh, them. I see slugs. Ooh. How green is your grass? <laughs> How green is your wheat grass? <laughs> <laughs> see? I'm, it writes itself. It, it does write itself. I don't think you're going to get the no, the you Royals. Wouldn't. No, um, someone a bit. I mean, 
I mean, I know he says not Lawrence Llewellyn Bowen, but if you listen back, when we spoke about the cameo that we thought they should do, would work really well. As a, as a comic relief sketch, yeah. yeah, yeah I don't know if anyone's, if you've listened to that episode, we said that the roles should be reversed, reversed. and Daisy and Charlie should be the lords, the lords and ladies, um, set back in like the maybe Elizabethan times or something. Mm. And Lawrence uh, was um, a, not a pauper. What is it? Uh, like a well, yeah, a pauper. yeah, pauper, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And we just thought that'd be quite nice. It'd be very funny. The juxtaposition there. <laughs> <laughs> but they should. Um, I mean, we have spoken about it, and I think and green is your grass. <laughs> you like my sitcom? Oh, that's great. That is. <laughs> <laughs> that's just great. I don't know why that title just makes me laugh. <laughs> or you could have talk to the plants, talking to ant. No, no, to don't plant. ruin it. No, how green is. like a brownie colour, isn't it, when it's too much sun? <laughs> or in the winter where it's a shitty colour of mud? <laughs> How green is your grass? Copyright, oh. pancast. <laughs> Indeed. Copyright WTAF. We'll have that yeah. and we'll, uh, we'll start working on the, uh, the spin-off. Yeah. Um, but going back, I know he's not a local celebrity, but I do still think that would be quite cool if Mackenzie Crook came in and was... Um, Curtin's dad. Yeah. I do. Yeah. I think that would be quite sweet. And that would give a two fingers up to the people that, you know, said, oh, even copying him and that. that yeah, one young man. But um, the only problem with that then is you're getting too many recognisable people. That that would be, yeah. And the beauty is that you don't, I mean, you, you sort of, sort of, sort of recognise Ashley and mm. um, Paul in certain places, but it's, it's not a bad idea. It'd be lovely as a, a, fi- a final thing, maybe yeah. the final episode. Uh, okay. Helena White. Hello, Helena. Hello, Helena. So, thinking along the same lines as Ross the other day, are there any hidden links or Easter eggs in each episode that link to the others? As in, are there hints in Scarecrow that we don't find out more about until Aftermath, etc.? Because uh, there was that missing poster and Red Riding twat, but is there more? I think there is, and we haven't spotted them yet. We 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 sussed the Columbine reference with the jacket. We did, which which Daisy then did uh, confirm. Firm, yeah. Um, I was quite proud of that actually when she sort of said, "Oh, you noticed that?" And I, yeah, that was quite good. I mean, obviously the one that Helen is talking about behind the vicar uh, on the pillar of uh, is it like the town hall? The town hall, I think it yeah. was. There was a missing poster, and you couldn't really see it that well. Um, but we even said that 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 looks like it's the the little red riding twat that mm. walks past Daisy and Charlie in the field. Um, if you think about that, it's quite creepy, isn't it? That bit in the tunnel when he just walks past in the background. That bit was creepy. Yeah. But then, see, I can't remember whether whether Matt the AD said that we weren't allowed to say it or we was. The whole the whole backstory of Little Red Riding Twat. I can't can you remember? remember. I can't remember if we're allowed to. Or I can't not. remember. We've, if we've was... got to be careful. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if we have said it, then listen to their podcast, and it'll be in that. It'll be in that. But yeah, there was a little backstory that they'd worked out. I mean, mm. it wasn't really a spoiler. Really. A spoiler was it? Because it was a it was a um, deleted scene, mm. so it wasn't even a spoiler. So I don't even know how it, why it would be. But but be a problem. But it was the reason why he walked past a um, Kerry and Curtin without saying anything. Mm. 
email us and we'll we'll let you know personally yeah. if you or if you listen want to, know. to that podcast. Yeah, and it I, might I, well I, be in there. I, got I can't remember whether it was in that or whether they told us that afterwards. I can't remember because they I, did they did divulge some stuff. Yeah, uh, in the interview, so I can't remember what they then did. Callum going outside and being sick. Uh, but um, but we were saying. I think we were saying with Mark is that it's weird how they mention characters mm. the series before, like they mentioned Terry, yeah, and then Terry turns up in the, that that series. They've mentioned Poppy, Pop, Poppy, yeah. um, which we're assuming is the, uh, vicar's, the wife. vicar's wife. So I think we're going to see her in series three. Did they mention Sandra? I think they did. Yeah, they, they mentioned yeah. Sandra in the very first episode when mm. um, when. Kerry sees her dad and What's goes that? over. She says, "Oh yeah, I got to go with Sandra." And then obviously in. Um, Peeping Tom. Yeah. He says, I'm going back to Sandra because she kicked mm. him out. Yeah, that's right. So there are those little bits and pieces. Um, I mean, there's lots of, there's lots of like, universe building where they, they mention things, but you never, like, no. Mr. Perkins and all of those kind of things. You, they mention people, but you never actually see them. Which is probably about right, isn't it? Because it's not that insular that you're only going to know those sort of people that are on the screen. So they've they've expanded that universe quite nicely. Yeah. And you don't need to see them. No. Well, you wouldn't want to see Mr Perkins anyway, would you, really? No. And, so, I mean, even going to Sue. Mm. You know, they mention and you hear her and you sort of see her in certain certain. Yeah, bits. very, very brief glimpses. And I think the only thing they should ever do, like we've said before, is the Tom and Jerry feet. Yeah. If that'll... you're ever going to see it, that's all you should ever see. Yeah. Some big trotters coming down on that green, green I, grass. I, I, I personally don't want to see her at all. No, no, ruin it. Yeah. Ruin it. Go, A, just how would they do it? Because mm. it would end up being... It would end up being like that old trope that even in extras they did the piss take that's of right. that where it's the split screen and all of a sudden the mum and Daisy is there or <laughs> no, you know, no, Kerry is there and then and it's 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 too embedded in reality to, to have that, <laughs> you I should think. never ever see Sue that's the whole fun of it is the voice isn't it you've got your own pictures of what she looks like I mean they've even tried to describe her with the meatloaf reference and and you know tribute act and everything but no you, do, you never want to see them mm. But I would like... To, I mean, if you're going to talk about characters... I mean, I don't know whether it's another question that you would like to see that they've spoken about. Well, go on, what do you say? Well, I mean, I would like to see some of Curtin. Maybe Curtin's Nan, I think, deserves an appearance. Yeah. She gets mentioned a lot, because you don't see any of Curtin's sort of family, do you? No. No. And we've said before it'd be mm. nice to see Kerry with a boyfriend. And I think it should be Dan. I think that would be quite fun. Yeah, I really Dan. do. I think yeah. it should be Dan. Um... Be nice to see uh, Soph back. Abra. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be nice. Be nice to see some of the characters that they sort of introduced, but you don't see again. Um, and of course, us. Uh, well, that's. <laughs> I mean, obviously, yeah. us. Yeah. Because what you need to do is you have us, and then we're the gateway into how green is your grass. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So Come we're... on, slugs. We got this for you. So we, yeah, we can literally get slugs' his own series. He could have a little bike, couldn't he, that he has to cycle around with. You know those bikes with the trailer on the back where he's just got, like, a spade and a, and a rake? <laughs> and and we'd, be like, we'd be like the Morecambe and Wise of the village. We're there every morning. We're there with our pyjamas on. That's and it. we just both just had a cup of tea, led in bed together. <laughs> yeah. With the paper. One, one of us with the paper. We'd just be one making breakfast the to the stripper. That's it. Perfect. 
How green is your grass? How green is your grass? Oh, yeah, that's a question we... That's what we should have called uh, our anniversary show. <laughs> How green is your grass? Yeah. Next year. Yeah. <clears throat> OK, Tim Light said... Hello, Tim. Hello, Tim. He said, Pavo, I have a question. Um, oh, actually, before I go on to Tim's question, uh, what Helena said... Anybody listening, if you've got ideas or you think you've seen things, drop us an email, wtafthiscountry at hotmail.com, mm, and let well, us know. You might have some zingers. Yeah, that we've totally missed. And Indeed. I'm sure there, there are. I'm sure there are. Yeah, or even ideas for other shoot-offs, mm. uh, you know. Don't steal mine. So, no, we've mine got, obviously will be how, gr- how green is your grass? So you can have a spin-off with, with Len is how dirty is your ass? <laughs> No, it's, uh, Len meets what? What's the name? Maggie and um, the cleaners. Do you know the people I mean that were, love going into like um, people that collect? What? Are, oh, the dirty housewives. No, dirty, <laughs> that's a video that I think you've been watching on YouTube. Not YouTube. Yeah, on that was what's the blonde-haired woman, wasn't it? Yeah, Aggie and Aggie, Maggie. Aggie and I don't know. But Len should have a spin-off with them. That's how clean is your house, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> how clean is your house? Yeah. <laughs> With Len. How green is your grass how and clean. how clean is your house? But you've got to have a celebrity with Len, so maybe not with Maggie and Aggie. It could be Len and... Len and Lenny Bennett. <laughs> <laughs> Lucky letters. <laughs> anyway, Tim Light says, Pavo, I have a question. The Nice Guys band photo, who or what band appeared with the vicar for this picture, please, Tim? Right. So we know... Remember? I can't remember. You can't no, remember? No, 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 no. Remind well, me. It, it, it's an 80s band called Mr. Mr. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. So the two guys... Is, it, is there three guys on the cover? One of them is the vicar. One's the vicar, yeah. Yeah, one's, one is a young picture of the vicar, and that's been superimposed. Sorry to ruin the illusion for you. Um, the other two guys are... Mr. 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 Curie. That was it. That's it. Take these broken wings. Yeah. Big yeah. in the eighties, indeed. And the lead singer, who was also the bass player, looks very much like Sting. I think he, he did, yeah, yeah. He modelled himself. Uh, he's now um, he now sings with um, Toto. Oh, does he? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, he plays bass and sings for Toto. Well, there you go. You or at least you... Yeah, I, one of the videos I saw of them live from like last year or the year before was 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 him on the bass. Oh, a bit like Neil Finn going off with Fleetwood Mac. Indeed. Mm. Indeed. So, uh, there you go, Tim. That's the answer. It was Mr. 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 Great music if you want to listen to it. It is. Yeah, I, I had their first album. I Welcome to the Real World, it was called. I had a couple of singles. Did you? I yeah. bought it on Britannia. Do you remember Britannia? Yeah. Oh, do I just? Well, you pay monthly for a cassette or something. Yeah. You pay, what was it, one ninety nine? Wasn't a it month? something like you got... Four albums for 99p to start with. And then you had to buy a full price and then to you, go back yeah, again. To... You had to buy, like, six in two years or What's something it? like that. And, yeah. Yeah, I was part of Britannia. Yeah. I remember I used to buy some oh, George Benson and stuff like that. I, because I, it was I just a matter Kim of... Kim Wilde's so, um, album. When she came back... Was it Kim Wilde? No. No, Debbie Harry's. Debbie Harry's. French Kissing in the USA oh, right, album. okay. For 99p off that. That's me, doesn't <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the French WTA. <laughs> That's Neil. Wee wee wee. How green is your grass? <laughs> How fair yeah. is your <laughs> whatever <grass>. Neil? <laughs> I, <can't. laughs> I, to... <laughs> uh, I don't know what I was trying to say then. Let's go French. <laughs> 
Oh, God, rain it in, rain it in. <laughs> okay. Kev Taylor. Hello, Hello Kev. Kev. The character Colin has been in the last two episodes and got quite a few mentions from other people in the aftermath. He seems to be one of life's losers. That's nice to say. And perhaps there is a story behind that. So do we know if there are any plans to see more of him in the next series? That sort of goes to what you were saying. Mm, bring uh, him cheers, back. Kev, he says. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, I, I'm. We, uh, unfortunately, nobody knows. That. I mean, we know they haven't even written the series yet, so uh, they've probably got ideas. But I don't know. It's I'd one love, of those. I'd love to see him back. It's and... one of those characters. I mean, I don't think he's ever actually said anything, has he? No. It's all. Um, it's all like just gestures and walking away when mm. Kerry is giving him a lot of shit. But again, that's. I think the strong. The strongness. Is that a word? Mm. That's the strength. That's the, the strength. strength. <laughs> strongness. <laughs> Welcome to uh, the WTAF English lesson. lesson. <laughs> Can't even fucking speak now. What's I think on? that Prosecco's kicking in from yesterday. Yeah, you know? Christ. <laughs> wow. And French lessons. There we go. I can say French lessons. Can't uh, say English yeah. lessons. <laughs> yeah, so... <laughs> I mean, Colin's one of those characters that that just fleshes out the universe, yeah. even more. You wouldn't, you don't need to have him in it a lot. You, no, he just needs to appear occasionally. Yeah, and just... I, I hope they do keep doing that. But it's a bit, if you think, um, yeah, it's a bit like Slugs. Really, he's not in every episode, is he? No, not at no. all. And even in some episodes, like you look at the one with uh, the the minor injuries, yeah. he's just at the football field. That's it. He yeah. doesn't say anything. He's no. just there, sort of in the background. Yeah, so, yeah, keep the universe. It would be nice to see some characters return. Who else would you like to see? I mean, we said Dan and Soph. Is there, would you like to see the Vicar's son again? I don't know. I I mean, that's, there's no disrespect to the Vicar's son. Um, but but I, 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 li- I like them bringing, bringing, making the universe even bigger. Mm. You know, I, I like where they keep bringing just little characters in that don't necessarily say anything but just are there, if yeah. that makes sense. Uh, because it's it, that's what I love about the whole show and about the whole fan community is that people will latch on to these characters that don't say anything or have got three or four lines. Mm. Like, Terry's not in it a lot. No. But you see a lot of people online, they'll say, see you anon and yeah. stuff, and just those little things, just the little nuggets. Uncle Nugget. Maybe we could see Uncle Nugget back again. Yeah. I was going to say as well, recurring, uh, a returning character is the bus driver that was sexed in Nam. Yeah, yeah. He's the one that drives them to the seaside. Yeah, yeah. And then you could introduce Mr. Curtin's Nan. Then. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Shenanigans How going sandy on. sandy is your sound? <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's go on to the next one. Uh, right, this is where Jenny Urquhart. Hello, she Jenny. Said, Hi there. Uh, she says, so I've always wanted to know, and if I get the answers, I can finally sleep at night. Did Charlie ever go through a lying phase? And was there a real Rob Robinson? And if so, did he like salamanders? And have you spoken to him recently? Can we just say, if you listen to the very first interview we did with Daisy and Charlie after the first series dropped, I'm not going to tell you the answer. Go and listen, because it's exactly the question I asked Charlie. Really? Who's Rob Robinson? There you go, then, Jenny. So I'm that's the, the, the what, as in the not the very first time we interviewed. Um, yeah, the very first time after series one had dropped, it was the, just after the second episode had dropped. Daisy and Charlie came and visited us here. Is that our very first episode, or was that the the? 
Our very first one was um, a, a, a welcome gift, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, that was when we first spoke to them. That's right. So it's that one? I think it's that one. Well, it's either episode one or episode 13, Jenny. Well, it's not episode 13. No, it's episode one. It's one we only spoke to them for about 40 minutes. Right. They came in with Paul, didn't they? That's right, they did. There you go then, Jenny. Uh, you'll get your answer to that one. Um, and did Charlie ever go through a lying phase? I'm going to say no. <laughs> I have no basis for the answer to that. I have no idea. And I'm going to say uh, yes. Well, there you go. So one of us is right. Um, and if we ever get a chance, if I see Charlie... Next, I'll, I'll next tell time, the person to ask, because Charlie will probably say no anyway. Jill. 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 She'll tell us the truth. Indeed. Um, have you got your phone on you? Send I, uh... her a quick message and let's see whether we get an answer live on air. <laughs> uh, while I go through... Um, uh, this is our last question for the evening, uh, for the podcast. Uh, and I do like this one because, uh, bless them, uh, they thought they were actually talking to Kerry and Curtin. So they've uh, they've started this uh, this question with, Hi, Kerry and Curtin. Can you foresee some scenario in which either of you win the national lottery and somehow manage to piss it all away on God knows what uh, in a matter of hours? Also, will Kerry find another more substantial, perhaps, love interest besides the fella that sent her secret perv letters? I would advise keeping the show fresh by having a transgender type fall for Kerry. Just saying. P.S. I am keeping the American Midwest enlightened about your brilliant show. It's a tough job, but I imagine it's a tough job keeping Scotland informed. Oh, Thanks for all your hard work. Randolph in Indiana, USA. And can I say, I love that name. What, Randolph? Randolph. Randolph. I think that's a great name. Genuinely a great name. That's uh, the only Randolph that I know is from uh, Trading Places. Exactly. Randolph and Mortimer Duke. Yeah. So there right. you go. So there's a few little bits that we can pick. So uh, pick, pick, pick out the of that. first bit. So the, uh, can you foresee a scenario in which either of you win the national lottery um, and somehow manage to piss it all away on God knows what in a matter of hours? I think, Randolph, I think that would change the dynamic of the show if they ever did that. So I, it's something I hope they wouldn't go down that route, personally. Yeah, yeah. What about you? I, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I know... How much I wished Only Fools and Horses finished with them winning the lottery. Mm. Well, not they win the lottery today. They, 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 the, 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 the auction. auction. Mm. Because it was sort of like all through the show, he said this time next year we'll be millionaires. But that was playing on the catchphrase. I mean, all they've all we've had is Kerry say they'd like the flattened Stroud and the blow-up furniture and things like that. Yeah. But even that I wouldn't like to see because that would then mean closure. Do you see what I mean? If they, if they get their dream and everything... You're almost at your closure then. Yeah, and I, I agree with you because the other thing is because, because the show is so about real life. Mm. I I don't want them to. I want them to be in that village yeah. all their life because and that's I, what happens. I to, probably to don't even see them playing the lottery. No, to no. Be fair. And it, I mean, I could if they did and they did win. I mean, Kerry's the one that would piss it all away. I think Curtin would be quite sensible with money. You think so? Yeah, I got this feeling he would be because I mean he seems to work hard. He, he could afford a, a soda stream for Kerry and things like that. So he's obviously not pissing his money away. So where would I suppose they they would they get an employment benefit or whatever? Would they? Yeah, they must do. Yeah, they would. Have I mean, to. Charlie, uh, Charlie uh, Curtin is working. Yeah, isn't he? So, he's so he getting... probably gets working tax credit. <laughs> 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 and uh, I would imagine uh, 
income support or whatever they yeah. call it nowadays. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, and also, will uh, will Carrie find another more substantial, perhaps love interest, beside the fellow that sent a secret pair of letters? Now, that's the one I would like, as we spoke earlier in this very podcast, that's the one I want to see her have a love interest with because it would make for funny situations. But you... as, as, again, as we've said a lot of times, we don't know. It never seems to me that that is something that is in Kerry's mind. No. There never seems to be anything of a sexual nature. But then if that... she was to start dating, it would be like being with a mate, wouldn't it? There's an episode. If she started dating, be like a mate, and Curtin would have his nose put out and feel out, you know. But do you not think they've already done that? <sighs> Probably, but it's another dynamic again, isn't it? Have they always the they other sort way of around. did the same sort of thing when when it was, was Curtin with Soph, Soph, yeah, and Kerry was sort of like the is it a gooseberry or a raspberry? Gooseberry, gooseberry, right? Okay, raspberry is that it? <laughs> yeah, that's okay. a raspberry. Um, raspberry, raspberry. So uh, I mean, again. Is somebody going to go their whole life without having at least a boyfriend or a girlfriend of a certain uh, uh, some time in their life? All I'll say is Anne Widdicombe. <laughs> really? Yeah, I bet she's no. Apart from self <laughs> manhandling herself, <laughs> you know. Wait, tell me, she's never had like. Apparently, a... she's still a virgin. Well, yeah, but it doesn't mean say I'm not a boyfriend. No, but I don't even think she's been down that route. I didn't realise you knew her that. No, way. I don't. Okay, so how have you got? What basis it's something, have you got? It's something I've read. Oh well, then it's obviously true. Where did of you read it? It, it? it is. It was. It wasn't in a tabloid. Let's put it that way. I think they were doing a serial with a um, about a book, and they 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 were talking about it. It's either in the Telegraph or the something like the Guardian or something like that. And I say, use the Telegraph or the Guardian. <clears throat> it must be true. Okay. You've got to read what's on the table at lunchtime. Out of all the millions that are in this country, that's the that's the one, is it? That's that one that then backs your idea up that... But I don't think she would stay a virgin. I think curiosity... I'm not me. even saying about no, but having with, sex. I'm just saying about... How, just about With a boyfriend, I think the curiosity would get the better of it. I don't think she's going to be that naive all the way through her life. No. Maybe she secretly um, finds out about how Dan... Um, likes to arouse himself, it then arouses her being strong, and then we get a Fifty Shades of Grey situation. Maybe. Kerry Maybe. and Dan sitting uh, in a tree. Yeah. Okay, so what would you say about keeping the show fresh by having a transgender-type fall for Kerry? Now, I love diversity. Absolutely love it. Not the dance troupe I'm no. talking about. <laughs> I'm talking about diversity. It, it, genuinely, I love it. Unfortunately, where we live, a transgender person, you probably wouldn't see. No. The chances of seeing them are very rare. Mm. Um, So I don't think it would, mate, for... Well, you'd have to be careful. Because of the situation, it could almost become ridicule. Yeah. So you don't... I wouldn't introduce something like that, no. But you wouldn't want to bring it in... A to be like a token no. kind of thing, or B, like you say, something that you're going to make fun of. Which would happen because unintentionally, but if you want to stay realistic, unfortunately, some of the people like Mandy and that would that's what they would do. Yeah. They would take the piss. Yeah. You know, and it's wrong. And so, no, I don't think they should introduce it. Not, not for that sort of series. I don't think it would work. 
No. Unless it was for comedic value, where you had like a farmer, we're going up to see what's the name of that farm? The um, I mean, Trowley Bottom Farm. Yeah. Let's go and see Farmer Trowley, and he is a, he's right. a crossdresser, and something like that would work, you know. But for a laugh, yeah. But yeah, the other way probably not. It's it's sort of issues that you would have to skirt around on that sort of show, or the the, the whole gender argument and everything like that. I don't. Yeah, I don't think it's a show for that is yeah. it, 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 it no it just wouldn't work unfortunately no. i love the idea but it wouldn't work it wouldn't in that sort of show it, it's an it, it's an interesting idea mm. i will put it that so uh thank you very much randolph uh in indiana usa I love that name randolph i'm gonna oh i might change my name to randolph <laughs> wouldn't suit me though would it no yeah. It's a, you're a Neil. Yeah. You always have been. You always will be. Yeah. Uh, and thank you very much for keeping the uh, American Midwest uh, enlightened, as you said. Um, it's very kind of you. Unfortunately, we're not carrying a curtain, but we are. WTA. Yes, the lovers of carrying curtain. Mm. Um, again, if you've got any ideas what you think uh, Kerry or Curtain would do with a lottery win, or uh, who you think Kerry should have as a suitable. Mate, be yeah. a male or female. Any characters they have spoken to that you would spoken about that you would actually like to see? Indeed, um, we will be doing this again. Uh, that's it for the questions that we've had so far. Um, we have got a couple more. We're gonna we'll hold them back. Yeah, absolutely. I think you know we don't don't need to shoot our wad straight away, do we, Neil? No, no. You never want to finish on the big money shot. Indeed, you don't. Um, thank you very much to everybody that has sent us questions uh, for this episode. Where can um, they email those questions? Well, I'll to? tell you what, Neil. You can send them to WTAF This Country at hotmail dot com. Uh, if you want to email us there. If you want to come and find us on Facebook, we're on Facebook. Uh, it's facebook.com forward slash WTAF this country. Mm. Uh, and come and follow us there. Um, and that way then you can send us messages through that. We're on Twitter at WTAF this country. Instagram the same. Um, go to our website, which is W. I can't believe I was just about to say www. I have all the W's. Yeah, wtafpodcast.com. You get to see all the podcasts there, um, all of our other information. Uh, the merch store with some very, very sort of natty WTAF bits and pieces. Oh, I think they look wonderful. Wonderful. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that's it. And again, if you've got any ideas for shoot offs of different. Uh, um, comedy series or whatever yeah. please let us know come and send us all some information uh and when we do another one of these we may read your letter right fantastic i just burped oh bless you <laughs> that's okay yeah bless you so that's it then mate you got anything else you want to say i don't think so i'm going to go off and write how green is your grass how green is your grass with slugs and charlie oh that charlie Chimilla. <laughs> Tip salt <laughs> on the slopes. Uh, what does he say? <laughs> he just talks to his flowers, doesn't he? Uh, hello, Petunia. My <laughs> <laughs> uh, lovely buds. How's that? Perfect. That's it. That, it literally writes itself. Thank you very much, everybody. We'll see you all again uh, for the next episode of WTF. Thank you, Neil. Thank you, Pav. Thank you, everybody. Now Thank go you, and get. <laughs> you know, what? finished. Thank you, everyone. Right now, go and get plumbed, you fuckers. Yeah. 
Scarecrow Festival is like the most important day of the year. This is just ridiculous. What the actual fuck? Hi, I'm Pav. I'm Neil. We're here to tell you about our new exciting project, the Top 10 of Anything podcast. Phenomenal. That's right, Neil. We grab a guest or two, pick a subject, then bring our own Top 10s to the pod. Yes. It could be Top 10 scary movies, Top 10 swear words, Top 10 breakfast foods, anything. Oh, you saucy devil. Indeed, Neil. Our first episode will be online very soon, so subscribe on all your usual podcast platforms so you don't miss it. Yes. The Top 10 of Anything podcast. Let's begin the countdown. Phenomenal. Phenomenal.